Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Get Lit Podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, and this is your high vibe, no bullshit, fortnightly dose of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to help you shush your inner critic, break through your limiting beliefs, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way, and fearlessly step into your power, giving you the success and confidence to live your most lit up life. Through this podcast, we hope to give you actionable tools to take away and show you success stories that show you the way. This is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter, and the inspired. Time to get lit. Hey, so before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to share with you something super exciting, and that is that you can now finally grab tickets to the second ever Get Lit with Becky Rabin live event on the 30th of November in London. This is going to be an amazing motivational morning where I am going to help you step into your most lit up, motivated, high vibe self as I take you through a motivational talk. There's going to be exercises. It'll be your opportunity to meet the rest of the Get Lit family and meet like-minded people. And this is for someone who knows that they have something bigger to give in this world, afraid to step into their power and be seen, and someone who is ready to fully step into their magic overcome their self-doubt and build up their worth to know that they can have everything that they want in life. This is for the chaser, the dreamer, the believer, the someone who just knows they have something inside of them, but are just stopping themselves from releasing their power. So please come and hang out with me. I'm going to be doing a live Q&A there. I'm going to come and meet you all, greet you all. I'm going to take you through some worksheets and some workshops and some exercises and we're going to get you to the best version of yourself so come and join me you can grab a ticket from the link in the bio of this episode and also from the link in the bio of my instagram and website but it is time for you to step up and believe that you are enough we're going to be making friends with fear and we're going to be helping you step into your full and most successful powerful and lit up self so i cannot wait to see you there grab your tickets now hey and welcome back to the get lit podcast with becky rabin the place to be to dial up your self-worth remove your self-doubt overcome your fears and turn on your light to become your brightest lightest little self 
So welcome back to episode three of the podcast. I hope everyone is having a lovely week so far. Again, thank you so much for the love on episode two, um, where we talk all about your energy. I feel like that one really resonated with some of you, and I'm so, so, so glad to hear it. Today, I really want to talk about um, something that I think affects women on a daily basis daily basis, something that I know cripples women, not just women, but men too, but hey, I'm presuming the majority of you guys listening are women, but something that I just think cripples us and something that quite often we don't know is at play. And it's one of those funny ones because quite often we act in certain ways and we do certain things or we don't do certain things all because of this one thing. And this one thing is what I call with my clients the F word, and that is fear. Now, fear might be something that you might roll your eyes at and go, you know, like, oh yeah, well, it's just one of those words that we throw around to blame on things. But I think it sits at the bottom of a lot of the ways that we behave and act and do things in our lives. And it is something that upsets me so much because there is so much greatness and love that we lose out in life because of this one little, tiny, irritating, bloody word. Now, I'm guessing what the majority of you are listening are um, inspired people, motivated people, people who want to do better, people who want to be better, people who are striving for more in their lives, which means I'm also guessing that fear plays a huge role in your life. Now, it might not play a role in as many people's lives who aren't striving for that better life, but when we are accessing those higher places within ourselves or wanting to be that better version of ourselves, quite often fear plays a very huge role. And this isn't just with women in business. We do it in our relationships. God, I do it in relationships so much. We do it with the way that we communicate. We do it with absolutely everything that we we play out in our lives. So I'm going to ask you some real questions just to start this episode off. And I want you to really think about your answers to these. What would life look like for you if you knew that absolutely no one was going to judge you or say anything about your actions? What would life feel like for you if you were doing everything that you loved? What would you do and where would you be if money was absolutely no issue? What would it feel like to have no worry of what others may think of you or may be saying about you behind your back? What would you do if you believed in your superpowers more than anything? Where would you be? How would you be playing out your life? And then I'm going to ask you this, straight up, what is it that scares you so much? What are you truly, truly afraid of? Because in this episode, I'm going to cover some of the key things, probably like four or five things that ultimately are the biggest fears I think we have um, and how to overcome them. But really at the root of it is you've got to get asking yourself is what actually are you afraid of? Are those things that we think we're afraid of really what we're afraid of? Or is there something deeper? Because the bit that gets to me and the bit that really makes, like, really bugs me is, like, what are we really gaining from this fear that we live out in our lives? Like, who are we really, who are we really afraid of? And what are we really missing out on when we get scared? Like, if we have a fear inside of us, who is the person that really, truly misses out? It's us, Right. And when we think about all those people that we worry about, whether they, whether they like what we're doing or what they might say about us, 
are they even really thinking about us? Are they really even talking about us? Or are we creating all of those fears in our heads? Because I'm going to bet that if you're afraid of that, like what someone might say about you because you're wearing a top and your belly might be hanging out slightly and you're worried about what all those people might say, they're probably sitting there worrying way more about what they look like and what's hanging out of their top. So I just want to today cast a little eye on this word because it really kills me. It really, really bugs me. And one of the biggest things that a lot of spiritual teachers say, and I think we can get really confused with what it means, is that we have two choices in life, right? We can live through the the eyes of fear, or we can live through the eyes of love. And sometimes I think that those words throw us off as to what they actually truly mean. But quite often, so many of us are just playing out our everyday lives in this fear-based mindset. And I see it every day with the women that I work with. Obviously, particularly a lot of the stuff we're doing is in business. So we are stepping up and trying to get to higher places and trying to step out of our comfort zone. But I can't tell you how many conversations I have with my girls where they like dream of doing something or they dream of being somewhere or they really want to launch something or they really want to go live with an Instagram post or an Instagram video or a new website launch. And they are so crippled by fear. They are so crippled by being held back by what others may say or the fear of failure. But why do we choose to sit in fear is the bit that I get so confused about is we kind of feel more comfortable there, right? We know that there is no failure there. We know that no one can really say anything if we're not doing or God forbid be ridiculed or like ultimately we're we're stopping ourselves from anything bad happening to ourselves. But the real question in this is, aren't you already failing by not doing the biggest example I guess I can play out in my life is I remember I set up my Instagram account um, probably 10 years ago um, and I wanted to share all the healthy tips that I was learning on my way of healing my body from all of its intolerances. That's why I started up my Instagram account. And I I am very blessed that I have a very large friendship group. Um, a lot of people who aren't in the world of um, self-development and coaching and fitness. And unfortunately with that comes friends who love to take the piss out of me, love to laugh at me a lot um, and I'm quite often the brunt of people people's jokes to be honest and so I remember when I set up this Instagram account um, bearing in mind I was setting this up to genuinely help people and I really wanted to like inspire people it wasn't a vanity thing at all these were back in the days when Instagram was not about how many followers you had in fact I think I had like four um, and it just really wasn't for anything other than like your genuine reason to want to share and help people and I set it up and of course I set it up with a name that was totally unrecognizable as myself it was alternatively healthy there was no Becky in the name um, the pictures were all food based a couple of like ab pictures because that was all we cared about them back in the days but my face was never ever ever in it and I see it now with so many people it's actually really funny to watch that a lot of us um in the wellness world or in the coaching world or anyone with a career and where social media is a powerful part of it their names on instagram aren't their names and now everyone's having to change back to their actual original names because everyone i guess i'm guessing it was because everyone was hiding behind their real selves everyone wanted to create another persona or didn't want to merge it with their personal account so that those people didn't see it and it was all fear-based for me 
the reason why I set up my name like that and I was hiding behind all my pictures of eggs and avocados and like my half body pictures and stuff was because I was so deeply petrified of what people would say about me. I was so deeply petrified of the jokes of people being like, who did, who does she think she is to do that? Who does Becky think she is to be sharing her health tips? And oh God, another ad pick. I was so crippled by this fear, way more so than the desire to help people. And that's something I'm going to come on to later because I'm truly passionate about the fact that your mission should be way more important than your insecurities and that is one of the biggest things that I think you can get over fear is what are you here to do but I was so crippled by it and I'm sure that will resonate with a lot of you listening I know that a lot of you listening are people that I've worked with in some level or some degree and I've had to coach you through changing your name back to your real name it was such a process for me it took me like three years to change my name and it was all out of the fear of what other people might say about me And I just think that fear really changes, A, how we communicate with people and the things that we do or don't say, even relationships, in friendships, in business. It affects everything. And again, whenever I do an event, the first thing I always ask people is, what is you are afraid of? And when it comes to stepping into your higher power and accessing your fullest potential, what are the things that you're truly deeply afraid of? And the same things always come up. Fear of failure, fear that I'm not worthy of the success that I'm that I could have from it, worried what people might say about me, fear that I'm not qualified enough to do what I'm doing, fear of rejection, and fear of being seen as weak and vulnerable. Now, I could talk for about four hours on all of those things, but I'm going to take the top few that I think play out the most and the things that I think um, you guys probably struggle with the most. Um, I could literally talk about each one for an entire podcast episode, but I'm not going to. But what amazes me is quite often we don't even realise what we are afraid of. We just allow the fear to take over. And we allow our fear-based roles and stories that we have in our head to to be the thing that we communicate out. Um, think about when you get in an argument with someone and they, they say something that they, you don't like, or they've done something to upset you, or say some guy has let you down. I'm the queen of having guys let me down and trust me guys a relationship podcast episode is coming but I've really learned the power of how much I used to come back with such a fear-based situation so this fear of of someone letting you down or, or or actually this fear the fear that we use in our communication so someone's let you down you're dating a guy he said he's going to meet you he bails right I mean we've all been there before he bails your instant reaction is probably to be really shirty with him um Tell him how much he's hurt you. Tell him how much he's let you down and never talk to him again. Or spark some sort of dramatic, over-the-top behaviour that makes him kind of come running in some sort of way. That's a fear-based response. That is fully coming from a place of fear because you don't want to be vulnerable, you don't want to let your bother, and you're like, okay, cool, no worries, whatever, I didn't want to come with you anyway. Or or you go into some crazy-ass batshit stuff that where you're having a go at him and you're telling him how much he hurt you. Because we don't think that they deserve our love. They don't think that they de- we don't think that they deserve us coming back to them being like, okay, cool, no worries. The real boundary there is that you need to let go of that guy, right? The real thing that needs to happen here, he doesn't need to be told how much he let you down. He doesn't need to be told how much he hurt you. You don't need to be shitty with him. He doesn't even bloody deserve that energy, to be quite honest. The real situation and the real thing that needs to happen here is that you need to get him out of your life. And so he doesn't need to be told that he's out of your life. You just need to walk the hell away from him, right? So the fear-based conversation the fear-based response and the fear-based way that we communicate is to ultimately come into our defense and to to either ignore him so that we don't get hurt again or to tell him exactly how much he's hurt us but to come from a place of love would be to be like okay cool no drama 
kind of figured you'd do that anyway, make him feel a bit shitty for being a bailer. And then just step the hell away from him. Send him love, tell him it's cool, there's no hard feelings. But you're done here. And that's down to you to be done there. And that is coming from a place of love with your reaction. Sending him love, sending him all the goodness in the world, sending him the best for himself, isn't going to do anything other than irritate him and make you feel better. That is coming from a place of love instead of fear. Because these thoughts and these beliefs that we're giving ourselves, and honestly, like, this fear-based conversation that we're always having is not serving you you're not getting anything out of it. By not embracing your true power, what do you gain out of it? By being shitty with him, what do you gain out of it? By not launching that thing that you really want to launch, what do you gain out of it? By not saying that thing to that person that you wanted to say because you were so scared of what they might come back and say, who's gaining out of that? Not you. By not launching the business that you wanted to launch, by not posting that post that you wanted to really talk about to help someone because you were scared that someone might say something about you, who gained out of it? Nobody. That person that you were going to help didn't gain anything and you haven't gained anything either by helping that person. Everybody loses through fear. Everybody loses through fear. 100% that is probably the biggest thing I want you to take away from this is that we all lose when we sit in fear. So one of the biggest things that people say, or the biggest things they don't even say, they don't even realise, is this fear of failure that we have, right? This fear of being a total failure, this fear of launching something and it not working. Let me tell you a little story about Alternatively Healthy. Obviously, Alternatively Healthy is my online wellness magazine. I launched it seven years ago. The idea came to me seven whole years ago, and I knew exactly what I wanted it to be. I knew that no one was doing it, and I was this, like, excited little bunny about my new idea and my new concept, this wellness magazine, this wellness community um, of events and podcasts and content and everything that was with experts. So it was actually fully written by experts. So a lot of you will know my background was in, it was in advertising in magazines. I worked across some of the world's best magazines. Um, but what I noticed is that the people at the top of these wellness magazines have no qualifications whatsoever and are just feeding us with the same content that we already know or that we've seen on Instagram. And so I thought there was a real gap in the market for something that was written by experts. And when I launched it, bearing in mind this was six years ago, influencers barely exist, existed, experts barely existed. And I had this concept that I knew was game-changing. And I told everyone I could about it. Um, I literally sat at every meeting I went out, I showed up, I showed the hell up, I went everywhere. Fear was not in me. Fear was not in me at this point. I was going, going, going. And it's quite often not there when you come up with a new idea and you're in your idea process. And so I went and told everyone about it, but they weren't ready to hear it yet. Nobody wanted to listen. Um, Nobody really wanted to get on board. Brands and PRs were a bit like, yeah, cool, but we just want influencers. Yeah, cool, but we just really want to talk about women's health. Yeah, cool, but not really for us. And they weren't ready to hear about it. Like, they just weren't, all I wanted to know, I I knew I wanted this to be about mindset, about body, about soul, about spirit, 360 wellness. But right then, all we wanted to talk about was abs, cardio, starving ourselves, no carbs. That's all we wanted to listen to. And so nobody was ready to hear it. And so for so long, I kept bashing this message out to people. I kept bashing this message out to people and nobody wanted to listen. And I thought I was a complete failure. I totally thought I had 100% failed. So instead, I I left it, I put it to the side, and I started up an influencer marketing agency with my friend, and I started up doing um, my personal training. And for two years, I PT'd. I built a name up for myself in the business. I had my PR and marketing brand and business, so I met loads of 
loads of people in the industry and loads more experts in the industry. And the more and more experts I met, met in the industry, the more and more my skill set showed because they just naturally started coming to me well, for help and advice on how to build their business, how to market themselves, how to get themselves like known in the wellness industry because my marketing and advertising background had helped me. So for two years, I did that. And then I fell over. I fell over, I hit my bum and... Um, I couldn't train for six weeks. I couldn't work for six weeks. I was completely out. And in that six weeks, I picked up the magazine again. And I picked up Alternatively Healthy. And I started working on my dream again. It just came. It just happened. Something inside of me told me that I had to do that. Remember those voices that we're listening to. And I got someone, I got an email from someone asking me about Alternatively Healthy. And my drive just kind of came back. And I started picking it up again. And I started reaching out to people. But this time it was different. This time people wanted to hear more. This time people were bored of HIIT training. This time they were aware that there was so much more out there than what you looked like. And what, how many abs how many abs you had. Whether you had abs or whether you were eating carbs. This time they wanted more. This time people started, were, were, were open to the idea that we're so much more than our bodies. And that mind plays a role. And that the universe plays a role. And that spirit plays a role. And this time, people knew me more. By this time, the experts knew what my mission was. By this time, experts were fed up with what was going on in this world where people who were unqualified were talking about wellness. People who had no right to be talking about your health were talking about your wealth and health, and we were all getting fed up. And this time round, things were different. It went off. People wanted to be part of it. People wanted to share it. People wanted to come to our events. There were no forcing. There was no resisting. It was the universe plan for me all along. Failure did not exist. I had to go and spend those two years meeting all of those people, building a name up for myself in the industry, getting to know people, getting people's trust and having people know that I was here for a reason. So that when I relaunched Alternatively Healthy, it, the timing was perfect. We needed something like this in the industry and I knew enough people to get them on board to promote it. So let me allow that story to sit with you just one second. Failure does not exist. What is our definition of failure? We're so crippled by failing, but what, what even is failing? If you have one person that turns up to your event and you're there to help someone, amazing, you've helped one person. If four people saw your Instagram post, amazing, four people got help from you in some way that day. Why do we have this like drive and this desire that failure, that like success means that we have to reach hundreds of thousands and millions of people? That isn't someone wanting to help someone. That is our ego wanting that accolade. If you're really in this to help people, you really want to do something better with your life or there's something that you want to create, you're meant to be doing it for you and maybe you're helping others. But what does failure really mean? Because everything happens for a reason. And when things don't go to plan or the way that you'd hoped, Maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe there's a lesson there. I have thought I'd failed for so long. I thought I was such a failure that I'd launched this like amazing concept. And I knew right to the core how much it was needed. The thing that stuck with me the whole way through it was my belief in the concept. And six years on, people want to know about Alternatively Healthy. We host successful sellout events. We have a podcast. We have 150 experts on our books writing content for us, sharing our word and our name. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. 
BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Failure doesn't exist. As long as you get clear about what failure really is. Failure really is is when you don't do. Failure is playing safe. Failure is sitting there doing not doing what you wanted to do or not saying what you wanted to say or thinking a good idea but not being sure that it's good enough so you don't bother. I spent years not doing and not being who I wanted to be and not launching that thing that I wanted to launch or telling that person how I felt because of my fear of failure. And we lose so much by being afraid to fail. We lose out on so much by being afraid to get it wrong. But wrong by whose measures? Wrong by whose standards? The only way to know true success and to do what you love in life is to be brave enough to know failure. Failure is something we should be looking to kind of get, get comfortable with the idea of failing because that's when amazing things happen. That's when you learn. And be brave enough to do those things that make you stare it right in the face because failure only exists if you see it as a failure. It is something that we have created in our minds. It's something that we have believed to be true, but it is not true, guys. So next time you're worried about doing something and you're worried that it may fail or that only one person might sign up or two people might sign up, guess what? More people are going to sign up the more you keep showing up. More people are going to know about it the more you believe in it. And still, you've only helped. If you've only helped. You've helped a few people, even if it's two. What an amazing thing to say that you do. Failure does not exist, and honestly, people care less about your failures than you do. People are looking way less at your failures than you are. Nobody's checking up to see how many people are reading your posts. Nobody's checking up to see how many people signed up to your program. Nobody is checking. Honestly, nobody is checking. And this links really closely with the fear of what others may say. And I know that this holds so many people back. And this was probably the biggest one for me in in my entire life. As I said, I have a lot of friends who have a lot of things to say about people. And quite often, I'm the one that gets the brunt of the piss taken out of them. But the truth in this is when we're scared of what other people might say about us, I have quite a few tools to kind of throw back there, is that you will never be criticised by someone doing more than you, only by someone doing less than you. That is an absolute fact. Think of a time when anyone criticised you or said something bad about you. Are they doing it? Have they accessed their higher self? 
Are they doing the thing that you wanted to do? Probably not. And if they are, they're not doing it well or it's not successful as it looks. I see this so much. And now that I've become aware of it, I love it. I, I, I literally see it all the time. I actually notice when I'm talking to someone and they're talking about someone else, I sit there and I go, she's talking about that person because she's not done that yet. Or she's sitting about that person because it's an area in her that's insecure or an area that she wants to do. We only judge in others what is unhealed in ourselves. That is an absolute fact. And let me tell you something, the moment you rise, you are going to trigger shit in others. You are going to trigger insecurities in other people 100%. As things, as you step out of your comfort zone, you're going to get people saying, oh my God, who does she think she is? Because they're jealous that they haven't done it. What we judge in others is what is unhealed in ourselves. That is one of the biggest things that sat with me when I, when I read it in a book is... I remember judging someone so much. I had so much to say about what that person was doing, what they were putting out on Instagram, what they were coaching. And I remember it wasn't until I called myself out and I was like, she's just unapologetically unafraid of being seen. She does not care what people think about her, that she's doing absolutely and saying everything that she wants to say in her coaching. Meanwhile, I'm sitting here too scared to do it because I'm worried about what people might say or what my ex-boyfriend might say or what he might say or she might say or that person that I spoke to the other day about it might say. Who's losing? Me, not her. And I sat there and I really called myself out on the fact that the only reason I was judging that person is because I was so unhealed in that place myself. It was something I wanted to do. So the next time you, A, find yourself judging someone else, just ask yourself, is that something that's a little place inside of you that needs some work? But on the flip side, when you want to do something and you're scared of what other people might say, ask yourself the question, A, do they really care? And B, do you really care what they're saying about you? And C, are they just saying that about you because they're not there yet? I have tons of friends who take the piss out of my coaching, self-development work and like motivational talk because guess what? They are all desperately in need of some help from some people. I know, I know the ones and they come to me on the slide and they're like, I really think I want to go and see someone or speak to someone. So take it with a pinch of salt because for me, the fear of what others may stay all stems off of our fear of not being enough for ourselves your fear of being enough for someone else enough for who we want so desperately to be enough for other people but the real talk here is that the only person you need to be enough for is you the only person's approval you really need is your own fact and this is probably a massive moment for me I was in Thailand at Christmas only last year and I probably learned one of the most valuable lessons I've ever learned. I was in a spiritual healing session and the healer asked me outright, why, do you, why are you so driven in your business? Like, what is it that you really want from it? And he saw that I had no, I, I had no idea. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm super driven in my business. And this for me, get let did not exist then. I knew I wanted to help people, but I didn't really realize that that was my driving force. Like I, I did, but like not so, I was so insecure in so many other things. And I, I was just chasing business for business. I was chasing business to be successful. I was chasing business to be approved by people. And he saw that he had no, I had no idea. And he went to me, you're looking for success in your work to feed your need for approval. You don't need that approval. A lot of my approval issues come from not having a dad. So it's proper daddy issues where I think I crave approval from others because I'm just seeking his. And he went to me just to prove you of yourself and the work will go where you want it. And it really hit me big. I burst into tears because it was the underlying theme to most of my recent years. I had spent years mastering my body battles, fitness obsessions and self-confidence issues. 
I had overcome them. I'd put all the tools in place to understand how to love myself, to build up my confidence, to change the way that I was obsessed with going to the gym. I had cleared all of that, but all I had done is moved it to my business. I hadn't actually got to the root of what it was that was driving my body confidence problems, that was driving this need to go to the gym and, 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 and this guilt when I didn't and this constant overworking out and eating a certain way I hadn't actually got to the bottom of why I was doing those things in the first place all I'd done is moved it onto my career and all it was was seeking approval approval by having a good body approval by being the right thing to do by going to the gym everything I was looking for I was looking for approval all of this seeking approval from others when really all I needed to do was just approve of myself And that for me is the biggest thing when it comes to worrying about what other people think of you is who do you need to be enough for and who do you need to be approved by yourself? And the moment you approve of you and you are enough for you, you stop worrying about what others may think of you. When I launched this podcast, of course, a little tiny now, tiny, quiet little voice. She's not so big anymore inside of me. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about your ego. Mine's called Susan. That little Susan voice inside of me is so much quieter now. Of course, when I launched this podcast, I was worried about what some people may say. Some. Tiny voice in me. But my mission is way more important than my insecurities right now. My mission to help you guys is way more important than that one person who has something to say about my podcast launching because they're jealous because they want to launch theirs. The only people who are saying negative things in this world about people are people who have their own issues that they need to heal. So let that be a little reminder to you that yours and yours alone is the only person's approval you need. We do not need, I love you guys to death, but I don't need you to approve of my podcast episode. I just want to make sure that I'm changing your life. I need to approve of my podcast. And Brené Brown puts it so perfectly, never let others critique you if they haven't done anything brave. That's the cheap stuff. If you are not in the arena getting your ass kicked, I am not interested in your feedback. Allow only those brave enough to step into the arena to be the ones you accept feedback from. And they are the ones who you will take feedback from. Those people doing good things, great things, good things that they dream of doing, when they give you feedback, it will feel like feedback. It will feel like feedback that you want in your life, not negative criticism. People only have things to say about you guys when it's something they're dealing with. Honestly, I promise you. The next one is the fear of being too much. And I love this one. This is a funny one because most people never admit it. But when I take it back to my story and my childhood and my fear came from my teacher telling me I was showing off, my, it ultimately gave me this undeniable fear of being too much in this world, too much for people. And um, uh, for me, this one usually falls under the relationship category. Um, like we're all scared of being too much, too much, too, too intense, too psycho, um, And I had this with a recent situation and kind of talked about it earlier. Um, But someone bailed on me and I kind of knew that they were going to bail. But when I went to to text him, I wanted to be like, you know what, dude? Like, and all from a place of love, I wanted to be like, you know what? Like, this thing that we're doing is boring. This thing that... um, yeah, you know what, like, it's cool that you bailed, there's no drama, there's no love lost here, like, to be honest, I expected it, but this thing that we're doing, this back and forth, like, kind of seeing each other, kind of not, you're going to bail, we know you're going to bail, it's boring. And I was so scared to send it, of this fear of being too much, I was like, oh, it's a bit much though, isn't it, like, we're not even dating, like, he might think I'm a bit crazy. 
This fear of being too much, I think, is really real in this world, particularly with wanting to step out and do things. We never want to appear too arrogant, right? That's the thing. And, and it's such a huge player, but, like, sometimes I go and post things, I'm like, oh, is that too much? Honey, nothing is too much. You are never too much. Now, you can be crazy ass, and we can be a little bit psycho sometimes, and we can go a little bit too deep sometimes. Of course we can. But it's such a real thing, this fear of being too much. But who are you being too much for? Never be afraid of being too much. And this all stems, it's the opposite of almost being not enough, right? And I want to let something sit with you and I'm going to end the episode on this and we will do more episodes on fear because I feel like I could talk about the fear of, oh my God, so many things and I'm not going to because there's a lot to take in here. But this fear of being too much, this fear of not being enough, this fear of failure, this fear of what others may say. My theory on this is that aren't we just, isn't it all just the same fear? Like, isn't this really just our fear of being ourselves? Aren't we just so totally petrified of being our raw, most authentic, organic selves? These fears, these judgments, these worries, aren't they all just linked to being super scared of just how powerful we truly can be? Aren't we all just really afraid of just truly stepping into our power, unapologetically being us? Failure doesn't exist. What other people may say about you doesn't matter. Just be you. For me, either way, fear just breaks my heart because I, th- my heart because I think it's just the one thing that stops us from feeling that fear of telling someone that you love them because you might worry that they don't love you back. Who cares? But you never told them that you love them. The fear played out so big in my relationship, in my last relationship. I was so scared to be needy. I was so scared to be too psycho. I was so scared to truly fall for him in case I got hurt. I was so scared to fully let my guards down because we were playing this game of who liked each other more. Fear in relationships is, oh my God, it is is just as big as fear in business. Fear in business stops you from doing what you really, truly want to do. It stops so many people making the millions that they want to make. It stops so many people helping people that they want to help. Fear cripples you because we are so afraid to show our vulnerability and to show our love and to show up as our fullest self. But the only person that loses out when you really let fear be the one that can take control of your life and lets it be the driving force of the way that you communicate, the way that you behave and the way that you feel, the way that you do and the way that you love, the only person missing out, guys, is you. Don't let fear make you miss out on any more love. Like, honestly, I reckon I've missed out on years and years of love from a loving partner because I was so afraid of getting hurt again. I was so afraid of looking vulnerable. I was so afraid of being needy. I was so afraid of being my truest self in case they didn't like that version of me that really I lost by doing all of that. If I just opened up my heart and allowed it to come in, if I just allowed people to truly see me for who I was, if I had just done all of those things, maybe I would have that committed, loving, loyal relationship that I want. If I had stopped myself from launching this podcast four years ago, perhaps this podcast would have had 100 million views by now. Perhaps I'd have that book deal that I dream of having. Perhaps I'd help all of those people that I really want to help on a much bigger level, but I didn't and everything happens for a reason. But I promise myself from here on out that I will never let fear ruin another thing for me or make me lose another thing. Because the way to truly overcome fear, guys, is to make your mission more important than your insecurities. Make your dreams more important than your fear. Make that person more, that person that you love, make it more important than the fear of getting hurt. So I urge you this week to do something every day that scares the hell out of you. I urge you to do something little today that is is something that you would never have done before because it scared you. I urge you to tell that person that you love them. I urge you to tell that person that you care about them. 
I urge you to launch that thing that may help change someone's life. Look, do that podcast episode that might just make someone's day brighter. Make your mission more important than your insecurities. For me, the fear of what people may say about this podcast or may say about me stepping into my light and doing this is irrelevant because uh, the people listening to this, I hope I truly change something in your life today. I really do. My mission is way more important than my insecurities. So I'm going to leave that there. But guys, please do something today that scares you and step out of your comfort zone because fear is the only thing really making you fail. Fear is the only thing really making you not get that love that you want. And fear is the only thing stopping you from truly feeling lit up. So thank you so much for listening. Um, please keep re- reviewing, please keep sharing. It really helps. It helps one more person, not even for me. It doesn't help me. I mean, it does, but it doesn't help me. It helps one more person listen to this episode that might just needed to hear it. Remember, you can sign up. We have our first client session in two episodes time. I can't wait to do that one. You have free downloads on my website at beckyrabin.com. Follow me at beckyrabin. Follow us at getlit.inc. And yeah, do something that scares you today, guys. Lots of love. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please feel free to head to beckyrabin.com to access my free downloads that come with this podcast. Plus head to either my profile or the Get Lit Inc. profile on Instagram to share your stories, lessons and breakthroughs with me because I want to hear from you. If you're a business owner, expert or entrepreneur, head to getlitinc.co.uk to find out more about how we can help you grow your business. In the meantime, please do rate and review our podcast so that we can bring you more motivational litness. Thank you so much again for listening. Go get lit, hun. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 